And welcome, one and all, to the Last Ones In podcast. I'm the host, E, joined today by Jariah. Hello, hello. Robbie. Hi. And D. Yo. Uh, it's that time of the year, because it ends up Christmas. only happening once a year. <laughs> uh, is this a movie? Uh, the yearly series, because it just happens to it's be. It just hap- it's happens to be what has happened so far. Uh, so yeah, it's been a while. If anyone who doesn't know what it is, I watch a lot of not movies. Yeah. And uh, because there's kind of an imbalance on uh, stuff to present from each of us, I have this mini series that I do <laughs> where I show basically shorts. The rule basically is they are, in fact, not movies, but. No. By by discussion, we will crown one of these the title of a movie, and it gets put into the running when we do the end of the year. By the end of this episode, we will have all come to a conclusion on which one of these deserves to be considered as a feature film. <laughs> oh. it's, it's how it works, you know? So, it is the law of the land. <laughs> this one, our third episode, uh... The the movies that we (laughs) are included. Well, well, you can't call them movies yet. (laughs) We don't know. Uh, We have the Ascartius Project by Siama Peterson, a UALA pilot episode zero by uh, Riven X3I. I'll get his actual name later. I forget off the top of my head. Um. The Dragon Ball Z abridged movie, The World's Strongest. I didn't call it the movie. They, they called it the movie there. You can't that, get mad that's, at me. Well, that, well, they don't get to decide <laughs> they, that. They abridged uh, an actual movie. By uh, Team Four Star. The Scooby-Doo Project by Cartoon Network, which might be a little weird in with the rest of these, but you know. I That one is so weird to me because the theming of this seems to be like unofficial thing. <laughs> or yeah. fan-made, even. Or like, yeah, fan-made, even. And like... I don't, I don't know if that counts. And uh, then Legend, A Dragon Ball Tale by uh, Studio Stray Dog. And Buzzbound, Cursed Earthbound Prequel by Lumpy Touch. Uh, Lumpy Touch. Lumpy. That's his name. Okay. That's their name. Uh, and the theme of this episode dries pretty close. It is copyright infringement because while <laughs> Cartoon Network does own Scooby-Doo, of course... <laughs> Last I checked, they do not, in fact, own the Blair Witch Project. That is fair. That's true. I think that. So, well, well, definitely not at. The, I don't think at the time this came out for sure. I'm trying to think of what studio owns Blair Witch. I don't think it's WB. Google. I don't think it's it WB. Uh, yeah, Robbie will get a. Go ahead and get that. Um, <laughs> if they do, in fact, own WB, it has to be taken out of the yeah. Run. yeah if it's out of the running. <laughs> And then while this happens, let me see if I can get... Okay, so uh, the UALA was directed, written, action designed, shot, edited, and VFX by Christopher C. Cohen. Of um, the Cohen brothers? No. So, <laughs> no, not that I'm aware of, but, Dry, you actually are a bit familiar with their work. Am I? They went on to work on Shang-Chi. Oh, oh nice. They were, cool. they were some, they worked on, as you could probably guess, a lot of the action scenes in those. Yeah, yeah. that actually would make sense. That, Shang-Chi has some dope action scenes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. so I did look it up. Uh, turns out the Blair Witch Project, the original one, is distributed by Artisan Films and Summit Entertainment. So not they're the owners. Not Cartoon Network, Def- not WV? Nope. Counts. 
uh but yeah copyright infringement is this <laughs> this one okay um in fact, a lot of these you get to see the the like, hey, we're not affiliated with it. Please don't sue us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a fan made thing. Please, we're just we just like your product. Yeah, um, because uh, you can imagine that's a very common thing. One of the difficulties I ended up having actually is usually they're just like, all right, let's just make like a fight scene with this thing. Yeah, and a lot of yeah, these are of course. Those, yeah, but like it's kind of hard to like talk about and discuss a bunch of fight scenes. Mm-hmm. So I tried to minimize the amount that are here, which uh, minimized to about two. Yes. <laughs> roughly. Uh, depends on if you want to count Team Four Stars as a fight scene, but they did the whole movie, so I feel like that's reasonable. Also, you know, there's a bit of a uneven anime to not anime distribution that I know Jiraiya doesn't appreciate. A lot of anime. It was, it was, a, lot, it was a lot of anime. At least half anime. Yeah, it was like mostly anime. It was like three anime. There was three anime. That's like basically all of its anime, so... <laughs> But three equals everything. Yeah. Yeah. And in or- <laughs> three equals MC <laughs> anime. Uh, in order that I presented them, uh, the Ascartis project is based off of the Warhammer, Gamesworks Warhammer stuff. Uh, and I'll actually throw a little fun fact about that here. Uh, they basically bought him out mm-hmm. and said, like, oh, hey, maybe we'll make some more stuff. What they didn't? Yeah, uh, that guy works for um, GameWorks. Yeah, Game GameWorks now. But they brought him on, uh, took his stuff off YouTube, made him put it on their weird streaming service. Nobody wanted. <laughs> uh, then he didn't get to make any more, despite them promising him he would. Oh, so now he's just stuck at a shitty job. He just works is for it, them. I isn't don't he working on Horus Heresy? I don't think he was. He might be, but like it, it, they did. I've like, seen trailers of it, yeah, but they it did seems specifically similar. tell him like they would let him continue the Escarte's project. Okay, from what I gathered, because hmm. yeah, that was like a whole big like, hey, I'm making a little fan made Warhammer 40k thing. Like, if you want to help me with it, like here's my Patreon, and so all that was paid through through Patreon money. Huh. Yeah. And I I will say like, uh, trying not to like straight up give any bias, but. The Ascardi's project is definitely the most impressive of all of these. Yeah, I'm gonna it say, is. like maybe when it comes Probably. to scope and like the actual yeah. like all the effort that's actually mm-hmm. put into it, you can tell it's a work of love that he put into it because like it looks like a studio presented yeah. like project, and it was just a guy. I would believe it was a studio project from like 2009. Yeah, that's yeah. roughly when he started. I believe. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's the Ascardis Project. Uh, UALA is based off of the My Hero Academia a series me and D have watched, uh, probably is aware of. I'm aware of it. I haven't seen it yet. I, mm-hmm. I don't know if Dry even knows about it. I have heard the words My Hero and Academia in the same sentence put together. <laughs> <laughs> this is now the most I know about that. Nice. Uh, Drag- You'll never guess what Dragon Ball Z Abridged is, is using. <laughs> My Hero Academia. It's true. <laughs> no, uh, they I'll go straight dogs. They <laughs> use uh, Dragon Ball Z. Uh, this specifically was them abridging the World's Strongest movie. Um, then the Scooby-Doo Project, another one you'll never guess what it's using. Uh, it uses Scooby-Doo, but it, like I said, it uses the Blair Witch Project. And mm-hmm. it's really weird that it came out of Cartoon Network, honestly, I'm going to say. It's, it's odd. It feels very mature, actually, for yeah. like what Cartoon Network would do with Scooby-Doo for mm-hmm. the most part. And from my understanding, this wasn't aired on Adult Swim. This was aired during Cartoon Network. Hours. These were yes. bumpers yeah. originally. So like, 
The, You'd see him during ad breaks. Yeah. yeah, the one we watched was all of it put together, obviously. Mm-hmm. But like every time it would cut in the thing we were watching and cut back, like that would normally be like bumping to the next thing. Yeah, like yeah. that, it was a real short 30, 45 second thing, just going to a new thing. So it was interesting watching it all together. Yeah, and I, I mean, I'm more surprised they actually like formed a narrative when you add them all together. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. it's fucking Blair Witch, so yeah. you know. <laughs> uh, Legend, a Dragon Ball film. Uh, Specifically based off of the original Dragon Ball in tone, while using a lot of elements from Dragon Ball Z, and Buzzbound is based off of Earthbound, or the Mother series, if you want to be Japanese. <laughs> Did you know that Buzzbound actually got its name because he buzzes everywhere? <laughs> oh, he is yeah. a fly. Um, and since, unlike movies, there's probably a lot of people who haven't seen these, uh, a quick rundown, the Ascardia Project just is kind of... I don't know, Robbie, do you think you could describe it better? Because like, it's I hard could, to describe. but getting into like a lot of detail about it would probably take more time than this episode actually has. <laughs> it's Warhammer um, stuff. Yeah, it, it's Warhammer 40k, you know, 40,000 years into the future, everything's grim and dark. Um, the Astartes is... <laughs> Lincoln Park rules the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, anyways, uh, yeah, this mainly follows the Astartes Space Marines, which is basically just a branch of the Space Marines. Uh I know that there's actually a story that it's based off of in the Warhammer lore. I'm not sure exactly what story it is, but it's basically space Marines coming down into a planet or the ship and attacking these psychers that are kind of, I guess they're guarding something. Cause yeah. like the things are, yeah, the things with the crazy masks on them are basically psychers. They're humans with psychic abilities. And, um, it's them getting to like this orb that is being protected by these psychers. Once they get to it, they get sucked into it and like kind of push into either another dimension or into another planet. Like it's almost like a transporter from point A to point B. Yeah, no, I, would, uh, I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but like, I know that there's like an actual story in the lore of Warhammer of like what's going on with that. Have not heard that one yet. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. yeah, like any more than that, like there's. Arguably too much lore to Warhammer 40k. <laughs> Do you play out the lore no. in the no, game, uh, or is that just all like that's like the setting? It's just that's flavor. A set dressing, yeah, like. It's basically flavor to it. Like the whole idea of the lore for Warhammer is like uh, all of it is like there's a conflict that's happening. Uh, the story usually ends of either starting the conflict or right in the middle of it, and basically like your the settings that you play in as are like. Like, oh, like, we don't know what happened during this conflict because, like, the people who are playing Warhammer are playing out this conflict of who wins and who loses. So it's basically someone was like, hey, what's up? What's, like, the deal with this little guy? And then, like, they wrote an entire a Bible. Whole, yeah, a whole big And then just some dude in the studios pushed his glasses up and well, said, well. actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, this is all lore that has been continuously being added on to since, like, I think 1983. Yeah, really. So mm. the best part about Warhammer is the thing that doesn't actually matter. No, Kinda. I think playing Warhammer is actually insanely fun. It is fun, but like the it. lore is like vast, like too much almost, like I said. Yeah. Uh, there is a podcast that I listen to that is basically just talking about all the lore of Warhammer. I think they have like 200 episodes, and like on average, their episodes are like two hours in length of them just explaining the lore of Warhammer. The 10% almost, done. Almost a <laughs> chapter two of the first book. <laughs> but yeah. it take like 30 hours to play? Uh, if you let it. I, I, would, I would say like it depends how you want to set it up. How big you want your armies, yada, yada. Yeah. You're looking at, like, a short one is probably two to three hours, and uh, it can get up to eight hours. Some people have said, like, they've taken multiple days to finish theirs. Thing. Yeah. Um, the longest game that I ever played, and it wasn't even Warhammer 40K. It was Fantasy Warhammer. 
but uh, we did a three-way battle between uh, us and everything. Uh, Eid knows the how big this is. It was like 2,000 points a piece mm-hmm. for it, which is like a huge battle. Mm. Uh, I like think you have like an actual army, basically. Yeah, you basically have an actual battle. army. And like each turn is like everybody moving their thing and attacking and so on and so forth. Um, by the end of turn two, I think we were about seven hours in. Dang. Like it took way too <laughs> fucking long. At that t- at that point, it's Monopoly rules. Whoever's yeah. the most annoyed loses. <laughs> it literally went to uh, my army got defeated at the end of turn two because I t- both of them attacked me at the same exact time. Uh, so I died at the end of uh, turn two. They and had one like, more turn go get a after PC. I was. You guys want me to, like bring you back? Yeah. No, I I literally was like I gotta go home. I'm fucking tired, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but like they had they ended turn three like battling each other and went like. Yeah, this is too much. We're putting it away. And like they're just <laughs> just ended in a stalemate between them. <laughs> you wow. gotta set expectations. You gotta be like, okay, how about instead of playing an actual entire army, we do like ten pieces and fight. Yeah. And then okay. it's like reasonable. Okay. Um anyway, so yeah. Uh space battle in ending with orb sucking a guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the that's I think the I first saw one. a description on a different website. Yeah. <laughs> uh the UALA is basically, if for those who know My Hero Academia, uh, if there was a branch in LA, is essentially the mm-hmm. basic Oh, is that idea. what it is? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Because My Hero Academia is just a, uh anime about uh, heroes, surprisingly, and they go to a school and like they train to be proper heroes because you actually need to have... The hero is a job in that universe. X-Men? Probably. Mm, kind of. of. <laughs> okay. Um, and it's just about like a specific kid in the school and all that. Okay. So this is just like him like, this is him like inserting his own OC into it and like making an entire mm-hmm. thing. And like, again, I'm going to say like also, a lot of these are just very impressive. This one's the only live action one I have here. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, very well done choreography, honestly. I think it was really easy to follow a lot of it. It looks like anime. <laughs> yeah. You know, they, they definitely made the, the live action anime. Listen, I'm still very anime. I'm <laughs> going to say, I think a lot of things really make the choreography weird when they try to be live action anime. Sure. I think it can end up very stilted. Sure. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, they nailed the anime. Yes. Um, The DVZ is the world's strongest. The plot of that one is. Uh, there's the world's strongest scientist but... who wants to find the world's strongest who is Goku. Yeah. They changed a mistake. And then uh Team Four Star does change a bit about how the story goes. Uh a lot of like character stuff is changed, obviously, but they actually take it a different direction in the villain of this movie, because you know, no one actually cares about the movies in Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. So they could do whatever they want. It's true. Yeah. I think the movies are considered to be like all non-canon to the show. And all of them before Dragon Ball Super Broly okay, are yes. non-canon. Yeah, except mm-hmm. after that, they're they're canon, but also they're not because they're just readapted in Super. Right. Okay. So it's weird. Mm-hmm. And there's like that whole big weird thing with Dead Zone too, because like it had its own little mini arc in Dragon Ball Z, but that's a, that's a whole other thing well, too. Well, the Dead Zone. And, like, all that garlic stuff, if I remember correctly, is just all not canon, period, because it was never in the manga. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah, Spice Boys are not No, uh, there's no canon. Spice Boys in the canon, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> what about Cauliflower? You my saying? Cauliflower. Oh, she's canon. No. Wait. Like a Pokemon. No, yeah, <laughs> she's canon. She's just in uh, Super. 
Oh, they're always like food. I don't know why. Yeah, <laughs> the Saiyans are just named after food. Yeah, always. Good. <laughs> uh, Scooby Doo Project is. Oh, I guess what they is... are, aren't they? Vegeta. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's Goku? It's a soup in Japan. It's is it, like really good. I don't know. I've never had it. Is oh. Gohan just rice? Gohan? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Huh. Uh, yeah, it, then Raditz. It's is a lot radish. less clear in America because we don't speak Japanese, but yeah. <laughs> in Japan, it's a lot like and like freezer and cooler. Mm. Well, this is just silly now. This is very silly. Yeah. I was, you know, Dragon <laughs> Ball is such been. a super serious thing, and like, yeah. we just ruined it. <laughs> well, Dragon Ball Super is. That's why they call it Super. <laughs> uh, Scooby-Doo Project is, what if Scooby-Doo was Blair Witch? Or rather, what if Blair Witch was Scooby-Doo? It's true, true. I guess it depends how you want to parse <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> uh, Legend of Dragon Ball Tale is basically a what if Vegeta came to Earth during the end of original Dragon Ball and also Broly came to Earth. I mean, is that, is that what that is? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I, I remember like the original Dragon Ball, like it was either at the end or towards the end whenever he marries Chi Chi. Yeah. Like hmm. this is like the f- final arc of Dragon Ball, basically. Well, weird. Um, and Buzzbound's creepypasta before Earthbound. I think that's basically it. Yeah. It's like, because, you know, there's hints about what Buzz Buzz is doing, saying that, because they does talk about them being a time traveler and all that. So, like, this is their, like, oh, what what was that story? And they made this. Yeah. As, like, it plays out like a game, like you're playing. Yeah. It, like, as they do a lot. They, with they, all of their animations. Yeah. They talk about, they present it in the way that it was, like, a found cartridge. They found this cartridge that they were totally going to sell for $60. And it's garbage. <laughs> I went <laughs> 10 minutes long. I went to my local garage sale, and I noticed this game called Buzzbound, and it was written in blood. Yeah, but I mean, it's basically <laughs> it's, it's, right You know, there. if you run a creepypasta. I, I mean, I'm going to say this has a little more effort than <laughs> most of the <Yeah>. creepypastas. <laughs> they actually, like, went out of their way to do stuff and try to make it, like, in-universe stuff that would theoretically be presentable on a Super Nintendo. But, sure. like, you I mean, it's a creepypasta, ultimately. And it's I a creepypasta. Right. It's my least favorite brand of creepypasta. <laughs> Creepy video game. Farfully. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, that's that's all of those. So, I, you know, I'll also say there was one I put on the chopping block last minute, which was just a musical Donkey Kong thing nice. that came out. Oh, I thought about doing it, but then I was like, I feel like these all can be compared a lot better if you don't include... What if King K rule sang a song? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what that one was. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, uh, why don't we just go bit by bit talk about our how we feel about them, starting with the Iscartes. Uh, I brought it here. I I think it looks cool. Yeah, it was pretty yeah. bad. It's very impressive, like what he was able to do by himself with all that. Like mm-hmm. the firefights feel like they have weight to them. Uh, the characters also feel like they have like quite a bit of weight towards them, considering they're eight foot tall space marines and a thousand pounds of titanium armor. It reminded me, and I don't mean this in a bad way, <laughs> but it reminded me of that Final Fantasy movie that nearly bankrupt Squeenix. <laughs> <laughs> Like the nice. whole art the advent, style of it. The Advent Children one? I don't know what it was called. The one it, that yeah. was not really Final Fantasy at all. I think that was, oh, it was Final the Fantasy Spirit by Within one. Yeah, the one yeah, that yeah, came out in the, the early 2000s. Don't people hate yeah. that one? 
Yeah. They did when it came out. I think people are starting to like come around to it now, but you know what they call that? Nostalgia. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally just nostalgia of it. But I remember like I think that actually was one of my introductions to Final Fantasy was that movie. Oh, I'm sorry. And I was just like, is this what Final Fantasy is? And then I played a game, I was like, oh, this is not Final Fantasy at all. It's kind of what Final Fantasy is now though. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? You don't like guys like chaos is coming and I need to kill chaos and my friends are around me fighting chaos that game seems very fun i've not played it yet i've heard it's fun yeah it just is this plot which one are you talking about Uh, the remake of one they remade final fantasy one but made it like a whole different combat system and made it like super bro and like everyone's really dumb are you talking about strangers of paradise I think that I think that's it's supposed to be like a prequel game if i remember correctly it was a remake and prequel or something i don't know (laughs) it came out like last year yeah okay nice yeah, I was gonna say because I played the original Final Fantasy, the one that came out on the yeah. Nintendo, and it, yeah, like there is a storyline to it, but it's one of those like you don't really understand what's going on until like the ending of the what game. What if they super wrote that now and okay. made it three D? Actually, gave yeah. the story. Yeah, I mean the story of that is it's you're in a giant time paradox, and when you beat the game, you break the pi- time paradox. Yeah, yeah. Okay, they just remade it. Okay, except the guy talks about chaos every ten seconds. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the last boss that you fight is actually just called Chaos. Like he becomes mm-hmm. Chaos Incarnate. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it's a remake of that. Then, okay, because that's how yeah. that. And spoilers, cool. By the way, for Final Fantasy, <laughs> yeah, for one. the Final Fantasy <laughs> one that came out in 1987. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, uh, like very visually impressive. Uh. I I don't know a ton about Warhammer. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's the hardest part about this, but I just think it looks cool. Visually very cool. There's things in there that I understand seem like they're very important and cool happening. I don't fucking understand Warhammer, (laughs) man. There's a lot to it. Like, I I don't even blame you. Like, I know the most about Warhammer in this room, and even I find certain parts of it confusing, but I don't know the full storyline behind, like, what's happening with that. Like, why they need that orb, why it's being defended by psychers, why they're... Uh, fighting their own it, it, or even if it is their own they could be like a different alien race because there's like tons yeah, of where different did alien the stormtroopers come from <laughs> yeah i like that actually a lot the like fight scene with the the knives and stuff where they, yeah that they was use cool. like the that force cool. that was really cool like that's that's ultimately why if it wasn't so cool i wouldn't have brought it because yeah. i wouldn't understand anything but it just is cool yeah like, it yeah. looks cool it's really well done and like like Robbie said, it, I think something that makes me super appreciative is how weighty it feels. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's in space, but you don't feel like they're floating around. I feel like every like Warhammer thing feels very weighty. Yeah, yeah. I think some of that just has to do with like the tone of Warhammer. Yeah, yeah, for Which, sure. <laughs> Warhammer is the funniest thing because it's like a super serious thing half the time, and also there's a faction that the reason that their technology works is because they think it does. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and like if they paint red stripes on their cars, they will in fact actually go faster. That's the orcs. Yeah, that's tight. Uh, there's that. I think the funniest thing that I think about the orcs is uh, for them, purple is a sneaky color, and the reason why is because have you ever seen a purple orc? <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. So, yeah, I, I that's what I kind of love about Warhammer though that it could be both this yeah. insanely deadly serious thing that people like probably spend seventeen forums debating, and also that orcs are funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, orcs are rather hilarious in that. Um, I was gonna say like they actually even named the genre of like the Warhammer lore grimdark because it's like dark to a point of being parody almost. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Okay, I mean, also you know, context of when it started and all that is important to like why it is. What yeah, it is, but... a lot of it had to do with like a lot of political backlash that was happening in Great Britain around the time. Huh, weird. How old is Warhammer? Very eighties. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, there's that. I know that they're uh, 
some of the lore actually was taken off of the Dune series too. That I was gonna say, it feels like Dune yes. a little bit. Well, because like there's that uh, one of the big things of the Astartes and the Space Marines and humanity in general is like they do have a God Emperor in there okay. who like sits on a throne and has been sitting on that throne for like ten thousand years, and there's a mystery on like whether he's actually dead on that throne or if he's still alive, and he's supposed to be the savior of of humanity and. All right. Without him at the helm, like it's causing chaos everywhere. Blah yeah. blah blah blah. So there you go. Imagine like at the end of this, Dune starts, but it's, <laughs> it's the big buff guy instead. Yeah. But cool. Yeah. Eight, eight foot tall guys in titanium armor shooting bolt guns that have like inch round long bullets. Half a dozen Jason Momoas. Dune with Actually, a gun. The psych <laughs> the psychic people do remind me of like the shields that are used in Dune. Actually. Probably on purpose. Because, like, it's very... If you try to go through quickly on them, like, which is why bullets and stuff don't work in it, mm-hmm. uh, it stops it. But, like, very slow, methodical movements don't. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I actually... Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was there you go. Dune, too. Warhammer's Dune. Okay, cool. <laughs> kind I, like, of, yeah. I like it now. Kind of. <laughs> we sold dry on it. Now we will do... Next stream, we'll play 18 hours of a Warhammer match. <laughs> There's some really cool Warhammer games out there. Mm-hmm. There are, actually. I have a couple of them. Vermintide's right. dope. It's not 40k, but it's Warhammer. Yeah. Uh, Dark Tide is basically, um, yeah, it was Vermintide. Is basically Vermintide, but in 40k. Yeah, yeah, I do want to play that. I just, I, I played one with my friends, and I had like a big spider guy and a, a techno priest. And nice. It was fun, and I won. Nice. I was gonna say <laughs> there is that. Uh, Necromunda is basically Doom Eternal, but in 40k universe. Necromunda. Yeah, Necromunda. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I, is that all? It's cool. It's, it's cool. Yeah. It's really cool. Like uh, the art style of it is very, very impressive. Uh, the fact that he animated all that by himself is also super impressive. Yeah. I think for... he said like he was like maxing out his CPUs. And I can believe at the it. Time. Yeah, I could see it. I would bet that that would take a really long time to actually like render, render and stuff. Yeah, and then it crashes. He's like ah. Yeah, and then it does <laughs> what? It, what was it? What Pixar movie was it that crashed? Toy Story like, Two. Uh, yeah, it almost didn't exist. They got lucky because one person had a backup at their home while they were on vacation. <laughs> really? So funny. Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I think it was, it was either one or two. I don't remember, but like that's the story that they talk about. Yeah, that's funny. Um, yes, yeah, barely existed. <laughs> Someone fucked up really bad. <laughs> that happens whenever you're doing CGI. Like it doesn't take a whole lot for a syntax error to happen. It's just really funny to think about. Because then you look at Toy Story 2, and, like, the toys look fine because they're toys, but also it also kind of looks like ass half the time. <laughs> yeah. It does, but, like, you have to remember the original Toy Story came out in, like, 1996, yeah, I think. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not saying, like, it looks like ass, like, unaffectionately. Like, it... Lovingly. I lovingly call it ass. Lovingly call it ass, but it's also super impressive that these are made on, like, Windows 95 yeah. machines. Like, that's the thing, like, you know... Context of time, very important. Right. Yeah. But we don't, we're not in 1999. <laughs> we can the say Toy also made like on ass. a Windows 95. No. <laughs> Fun fact. But yeah. Uh, the next one was the UALA. Um, I'm going to give the floor to D first because he's the only one who's seen My Hero. Uh, I think they did a good job with the quirks and the style and definitely like the anime storytelling type of thing, like flashbacks mm-hmm. and all that. Uh, I personally just don't really like live action anime <laughs> adaptations because I think you can never do the cool things you can do with animation, uh, especially like fight scenes and things like that. It loses a little bit of the, I don't know, exciting The gravitas. Yeah, just like, it's I don't know, it doesn't hit as hard. And you kids, like, when you animate a really cool attack or like fight scene, you can make it 
like the fakeness makes it cool because they can like draw it in a certain way where it yeah. or like change the style completely um and have like you know flames like coming everywhere like you just can't do those things with cgi um but it was impressive the choreography was really good i thought yeah uh, and i think they it was believable that it could be in the my hero universe definitely yeah that's the thing i want to say because like obviously you guys haven't seen it so you want to know but like it really does just nail the the yeah. way my hero which tells dry he would not like my hero academia <laughs> uh question is it anime yeah well there you go <laughs> well then it's like, I, they, actually, they did really nail it to the fi- my favorite thing is the scene like when he's like beat up and then it does the flashback yes. well. that they do that all the fucking time in my hero it's, it's uh, like perfect it. nice and like especially yeah and like you know his mom puts his hands in the present and then he's like thanks mom yeah it's, it's like a fucking campbell soup commercial <laughs> <laughs> now i can get to the day with my campbell soup you uh, know what this fist my diaphragm reminds me of my mother dying of cancer <laughs> kind of <laughs> uh you know, I'll, I'll switch it up. Uh, dry. <laughs> what's what's your full things other than it's anime? It. I mean, the choreography is really cool. Um, there's not anything that I really attached to with this at all because I was like, I didn't even know that these were fake characters until you told me. I was just, <laughs> I just assumed that these were based off of characters from the show because I just don't know it at all. I would have believed that it was. So uh, that's great for copyright infringement or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we can the sue them going now. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it it seemed like it was in that universe. I had nothing to think that it wasn't. Like there are a couple of other things on here that I very much felt like this doesn't fucking feel like the thing at all. <laughs> um, but I would have believed that this was what it was supposed to be. Besides that totally anime mm-hmm. it reminds me of every action anime thing i've ever seen ever so if that's what you're into i guess that's this is great for that yeah. i mean it's what the guy who made this was into there you go and it landed him a job in hollywood so yeah i mean he just did great and i he's gonna be doing much better as well because i think that he's being kept on to do i think i think they liked his work so they kept him on if yeah I, I think the director wants to specifically keep him on because the director is going to be the one in charge of the next two avengers movies mm. Ooh. uh so i'm guessing so he'll... when they when they reveal the new villain who has the ability to change weapons into other weapons this except for firearms <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> that's well that's gonna be a thing so <laughs> i you if when you watch this you gotta tell me if you're like this guy definitely just like took what he did in the my hero thing and used it well <laughs> so about that is that in the uh gar- gal- gar- guardians of the galaxy 3 uh no but okay. there's a lot of that in shang chi nice. there's a lot of that kind of stuff in shang chi actually yeah shang chi's good i, I like shang chi you are the only person who talks about it i, I like, like shang chi a lot Mar- it's oh, super cool U-N-D. it's dope it has some of the best fight scenes in the mcu i think the issue is i don't think anyone watched it you're right it came out in a really weird time for movies yeah uh robbie i thought it was pretty good uh it is an anime ass live action short um i do feel like they did a really good job with the fight scene the choreography of it and the you know color correction everything to Mm. give it the feel that they wanted to give it to like up until this point the only like live action ones that i watched now is always just kind of meh about it was naruto live action fight scenes like that live action oh i've seen a handful of them 
Yeah, like fan-made okay. ones. <laughs> you meant like official stuff. I was like, when did they no. remake Naruto? No, uh, it's fan-made, like live-action fight. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah. I've seen a handful of those because I knew people in Job Corps who were like super into Naruto. Mm. But they're like, check out this thing I made. And yeah, that's like, like they four made. It's like, hey, long. look what I found out. Like, look what I found on YouTube, kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but I've seen those. Uh, which those ones are they're okay. This one has a very similar feel to it, though. But I feel like with the editing that he did with it, and like kind of going for powers, going back and forth with it. Like, there's a lot of effort into it. Once again, feels like a labor of love that he did mm-hmm. on this. Um, it is an anime ass live action, but it's still good. Like, it showed it was felt like a way for him to show off his chops with editing and doing uh, all these effects and all this other stuff for his live action work. Yeah. So I, I think he did a good job. Me and Rob have a mutual friend who really likes My Hero Academia. Oh, do you want and me I would to be give qu- you this link? Yeah, I would be very inclined to show this to her and see what she thought of it. Yeah. Nice. Uh, as for me, I really like this. I'm in a similar boat with D where like I feel like you lose some stuff with trying to transition well, of course. animated stuff mm-hmm. into live action. But I think this is really, in my mind, like the best you can do yeah. trying to translate an action anime, I should specify for sure. It's okay. It's no Death Note or 2007 <laughs> Dragon Ball. <laughs> oh my god. I, man, I, I, I think if I remember right, the biggest issue with that Dragon Ball movie is that it's just so boring it's not dragon ball yeah no it's all the filler episodes of dragon ball yeah (laughs) put it to a movie hey if there's one thing toriyama went out of retirement just so that he can make more dragon ball so that's not the last thing dragon ball ever made nice great which is why we have dragon ball super which you know give and take for people but (laughs) (laughs) some people love it some people hate it yeah it became Uh, that in between because like everybody loved dragon ball z Almost everybody hated Dragon Ball GT, GT yeah. but there's like yeah. a mixed bag when it comes to Super. And nobody English-speaking watched Dragon Ball, the original. I did. <laughs> On what? Just you went out of your way later, or did you actually... No, act- like as a kid, I watched Dragon Ball. I've seen some of like it. They, really? Yeah, they had it on Cartoon Network. I don't think they did. Yeah, in the I'll 90s they did. check that. I don't, I don't remember. I don't Dragon remember. Ball Z was so popular that they actually started showing original Dragon Ball on no, Cartoon I Network. No, I would believe that, I guess. Uh, I'll, not to be rude and be like, I gotta fact check this. Actually, but I'd be curious. <laughs> Put your glasses up now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the ones I don't have. Actually, <laughs> um, but no, like I didn't like watch it from beginning to end or anything like no, that. But like, there was definitely episodes that I watched growing up. I mean, it's funny like talking about original Dragon Ball after like what it became. Because you'd be like, yeah, there's like an episode where there's a rabbit who like turns everyone into carrots and then Goku like puts them on the moon at the end. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's like. Sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say I, I don't have much intention to like watch through Z, but I am kind of curious about watching the original Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. I think that would be fun. I feel like the original it's, Dragon Ball would be more your speed. For, I like, think so. Probably, honestly. It is very different. From yeah. Dragon that's Ball what Z. I've heard. Because like. Dragon, like the original Dragon Ball, was like a loose interpretation of Journey to the West, which was like an old Chinese yeah, tale. Yeah, yeah. Which is why Son Goku is Son Goku. Yeah, Son Goku <laughs> is also part monkey because, like, it's a basically a monkey human hybrid in that old story that had a staff that could just like infinitely expand mm-hmm. out. Which is why Goku has a staff that he has, and him just trying to become stronger and become like a better warrior, basically. And then it Dragon Ball Z it turns into like galaxy saving. Yeah, yeah. Dragon Ball Z went more sci fi. Versus the more like fantasy Absolutely, of yeah. the original. Yeah. There's a game I want to bring to the stream at some point that Kakarot? is also based off of <laughs> Journey the, to the West. Journey to the West, yeah. 
I really liked it when I played it forever ago. So, so you curious if it's? I'm curious if it holds up at all. all right. Okay. Also, I guess we we ended up going to the next one a bit early, but to finish off my stuff mm-hmm. about the My Hero one, yeah, I think this is some of the best like action anime in live action you can do. I I love this guy's choreography. Um, I'm really glad to hear that he ended up like working on some big budget stuff, and I I think he deserves it. I think he is clearly a huge fan who just really wanted to make this thing as like in universe as he could. Like he did not want to try to make it be like, ah, oh, well, you know, it's like it's live action, so we can't have like mm-hmm. the crazy stuff. Like he's like, nah, my character fucking teleports using a keychain, you know? Yeah. And it's like that's that's my hero. Like they all have quirks that have like these weird rules to them, and like except sometimes again, some are like I'm buff. <laughs> I'm, I'm real strong. strong. Yeah. Uh oh yeah, so that's that. Uh so the next one was the DBZ abridged, which um I DBZ's very abridged is very popular. I feel mm-hmm. like we probably don't have to talk a lot about them in particular. I've not watched much of it because I tend to not like this comedy style. Mm-hmm. There's some good stuff in here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh this is definitely uh I guess it depends how much you want to say the Scooby is very comedy focused, but this is probably the most comedic of all the stuff. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, me and D both have uh, talked a lot about DBZ abridged to each other. We both love their work. Yeah, that's how I actually have seen most of Dragon Ball Z. Is <laughs> and it's <laughs> way better because it's yeah. not just screaming for twenty episodes standing <laughs> yeah, up there well, waiting. <laughs> it is one of those things because like I went back and rewatched it. Uh, probably like ten years ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I decided to like really look up because I remember it taking for fucking ever whenever I was a kid was like whenever frieza has that final battle with goku yeah on namek and like everything is happening all you at once and it keeps five like, minutes yeah before and like i blow up the world yeah like he <laughs> puts an energy blast into the namek and it's like we have five minutes before the earth blows up he's like well that's all the time i'll need it's 18 episodes yeah. the, the entire fight is 18 episodes so it takes over three and a half hours for five <laughs> minutes to go by so i've been watching them uh give like commentary over their stuff they said they really wanted to make it where that is five minutes but there is literally way too much stuff that happens in that five minutes to actually cut it down to five minutes. Right. And that was the thing is because like it's not just the fight. It's like everything else happening around the fight. It's yeah. like mm-hmm. the, it's like everyone else trying to get off our uh, off of the planet and back onto Earth, trying to grab the Dragon Balls, like things that are happening on Earth, things that are happening on other planets, blah, 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 and everything going back and forth. But yeah, 18 episodes. So that five minutes takes like three and a half hours. Uh, and the great. next three episodes takes place over the, the span of like a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Or maybe even longer than that now I think about it. That's anime time, baby. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I loved the Frieza saga, though. Oh, so the Frieza dope. saga was like so cool growing up as a kid. I mean, yeah. Frieza's a cool character. I think there's a reason. There's a reason they fucking brought him back from the dead. So yeah. many times. Yeah. So many times. Yeah. yeah, well, the thing that I kind of respected is like, because the very first time they brought him back, they killed him almost right away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, Trunks. yeah. The Trunks yeah. arc. And yeah. then like... There's, I mean, the movies brought him back all the time, but those aren't canon. But like, they're like, "Fuck it, Golden Frieza." Yeah, <laughs> this is his resurrection, and you're all about to get effed. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, this is their abridged of the world's strongest movie. I don't hear people talk about this movie in particular much. No, it's arguably the weakest of the original trilogy of the movies that they had. I don't remember it at all. Mm-hmm. That's fair. So I. You talk. You talked about remembering like Tree of Might. Yeah, because there was three of them. The very first one was the Dead Zone, which was like the one uh, where Gar. I think yeah, Garlic Junior. Yeah. Uh, you know, at, 
our wishes for immortality, which he's the only one to actually ask for Im- or immortality. Mm-hmm. Uh, the storyline of that one, he asks for immortality, ends up fighting Goku, uh, opens up what's known as the dead zone, which is like basically a portal to like another dimension that is known yeah. as the dead zone, and then gets sucked into it. Yeah, you know, he opened up the one thing that could defeat him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Tree of Might is the basic idea of that is uh, Saiyans come to Earth, plant a tree that's known as a Tree of Might that's like sucking all of the nutrients out of the Earth into the Tree of Might that makes these fruit that make him super powerful. Yeah. Uh, at the end, Goku just basically makes a spirit, bo- or a spirit bomb from the tree to, de- to defeat them. But like, they're literally stronger than everybody. They do legitimately defeat Goku in that one. And like the spirit bomb is the only thing that mm-hmm. saves them. And then there is the world's strongest which is what we just saw the abridged of. And it's pretty decently faithful, minus a couple details to the It's faithful movie. except for the stuff they specifically wanted to change. Yeah. yeah. Which is a weird sentence to make, now that I say it. <laughs> um, it's completely faithful except for 95% of the things that they really wanted to change. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is just going through that. Um, I'll I'll start this one. I'm just going to popcorn around who starts, I guess. I don't know. Sure. Uh, I, I like... DBZ abridged a lot. I really like their style. Um, I'll say, like, I definitely think their later work I appreciate a lot more versus their first work. I think I think the whole thing's always funny, but like the first one's very like, haha, this is like a funny internet thing. Whereas I think towards the end, like, you could tell they're like just trying to be writers, mm-hmm. which I think works a lot. <laughs> this is somewhere in the middle, I would say. Uh. I I like a lot. Of, the jokes are really funny. Like DVZ abridged, especially early on, was very like kind of shotgun kind of humor. Just like keep making jokes because if one doesn't land, you're on the next one anyways. And I think it works for this type of thing. Uh, I find this very funny. I I think out of all the ones they did, this is probably one of my favorites that they did. They they dubbed almost all of them. They stopped at uh the pirate. What's the pirate guy? Um, Bojack. Horseman? Horseman? No. Nope. <laughs> DBZ uh, had a movie. About yeah, it was like Bojack. an alien. It was like an alien pirate thing. I yeah, and he was it. like stuck inside the the afterlife planet that Goku trains on. I think it's just the oh, afterlife. Okay. Yeah, it's just the afterlife. Oh, yeah. Well, like King Kai's actual planet. Like mm-hmm. Bojack's yeah. in there. Apparently, I don't know. That's when they quit because <laughs> they <laughs> they they realized they were just not having as much fun anymore making them. I can respect that though. Yeah. How like, how far in the show did they get? They finished the uh, Android arc, so they were okay. going to do the Boo arc, but then ended up realizing that it just wasn't because it was a combination of they were feeling a lot more drained. Uh, they were they were just constantly hit with copyright strikes. Constantly, I bet. yeah. yeah. I um, bet. In fact, uh, there's actually so it's one of the few times I guess they the official like. People on Dragon Ball actually don't like Team Four Star. Oh, really? Like, mm. there's a story where, like, well, not even a story. They were gonna have them, uh, actually do the voice acting in the Amer- in the dub of uh a part in the Boo arc where like there's a puppet show basically going on, and like <laughs> going over basically what happened in the Cell fight. Yeah. Except Mister Satan wins because it's like Mister Satan's yeah. show. Um, they had those guys, they had Team Four Star dub the characters in that thing, but like they removed it because they didn't, they didn't like Team Four, what Team Four Star was doing. Just as people? No, just what they were doing as oh. the... <laughs> Making fun of their product, I guess. Making light But like, it. that's the thing. I I, they really aren't making fun of Dragon Ball though. No. It's like out of love. Yeah. Like they definitely have a deep love for the series and like, 
you can poke fun at things you like. Like that's yeah. that's kind of their whole shtick is like parody is the highest form of flattery or yeah. however the saying goes. Imitation, yeah. but you know. But as for what they do, uh, they still actually do some Dragon Ball stuff. They actually hired a 3D animator and they make their own stuff entirely basically nowadays. Oh, really? So they're just doing whatever? Well, like the with Dragon Ball characters, like uh, they did a couple stuff that was between the Android arc and the Boo arc since, you know, there wasn't any the anime itself skipped that. Well, and the manga skipped all of that happening between it. So it goes over like Goku's second son being born and like right. how Vegeta acts with oh, Goku around and yada yada. And now they're on like a thing where uh, it's Cell in Hiffle or the Home for Infinite Losers, as it was called. Because <laughs> you can't say hell. <laughs> Even though in the early Dragon Ball Z, there was like literally a guy who had a shirt that just said hell on it. No, that's the joke. Like In uh, in the dubs, a lot of times they changed it to say hiffle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they just kind of do that stuff. So, so they're just doing like an alternate reality. Yeah, th- yeah. so basically they're kind of just making their... They're writing their own stuff with the characters, huh, weird. which is, I think it's kind of fair because while they definitely keep a lot of the stuff from it, uh, their characters are identically different than the actual characters in Dragon Ball, I right. would say. <laughs> but, um, weird. yeah, I, I like uh, World's Strongest a lot. I I do appreciate the funny, like, twist they did on it where Dr. Wheelow just is in this situation and yeah. has no control over anything. <laughs> and that yeah. was probably one of the funniest things about that though. Just like, why can I use that body? It doesn't have a penis. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I like it a lot. Um, I find it really fun. Probably one of it's not, it might not be my, f- the favorite cause they did a really good dragon Ball Broly thing. Mm-hmm. That was a lot of fun. Uh, that one's a little longer and I, and that one's more in tone with the actual, uh, real movie. Sure. So I I thought this one was a fun one to show, but um, you know, t- let's go diagonal to Jiraiya. What what did you think about this? Um, yeah, like the comedy style in this isn't necessarily my thing all the time. It is very much uh, internet humor mm. kind of stuff, which is super hit and miss for me. Uh, there were a couple of jokes in here that I found absolutely hilarious, but a lot of it was just like, oh, it's it's fine, it's it's fine, it's not my thing. <laughs> All right, uh, Robbie. I thought it was funny. Uh, it was like a fun little play on what happens in the world's strongest. Uh, like I said, there's like certain parts of it where they're like pretty close to exactly what happens in the storyline, and then they change up certain things. Like the ending is completely different yeah. from what they do in there, which I thought they're gonna do like an even darker joke than what they did for the ending of it. Um, I did like the fact that they changed the doctor from being completely evil to like him just being misunderstood because like his assistant is super fucking evil i think that's something that maybe would have helped me uh like it more maybe knowing the original it's like knowing the original Mm -hmm. right which i really i i I may have seen this i may have not i don't remember watching it ever so i i had forgotten a lot about it until i watched this and then like the memory started flooding back of like what the original world strongest was if i remember this is the only one that's not clearly just like oh let's just like remake this part of the show because like dead zone is just oh let's just kind of remake a lot of the garlic stuff yeah uh, tree of might is oh let's kind of remake the saiyan coming to earth thing yeah and, and like that this changes, one was just like, like oh goku's the strongest on the planet kind of yeah. thing so like i i think that's one of the things that's interesting about it but um yeah uh, yeah uh it was a fun little like a bridge to what that was i did like what they did with the ending of it because it kind of changed things up and it was pretty funny what they did for it um 
jokes are kind of hit and miss, but like the ones that were funny were really funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like some of the stuff that happens with the assistant, like are uh, the whole thing. And just like, why are they fighting the elderly now? Like yeah. they're supposed to help the elderly. Like, yeah, they help the elderly by killing them, like, <laughs> doing things like that. Or like, there's that like, Oh, he was designed for hugs. Oh, he still likes hugs. He also has a fear of death now. And he's just, everything's going dark. Like <laughs> jokes so like that cold. were pretty funny in that. <laughs> But yeah, um, it other than that, it, it isn't a bridge. Like it is very similar to like the other things that Four Star has done with the bridge series on Dragon Ball. Uh, all in all, it, it was enjoyable. It was a funny little watch, and it was also kind of a reminder of what happens in the world's strongest. Yeah, and D. Uh, yeah, I like Team Four Star. Uh, their humor is like, I think it's just fun and stupid and silly, which yeah. I always like a lot. Um. I actually haven't seen this one, so it was oh, yeah, yeah so it was new. Because uh, I I've only watched like the series of Dragon Ball Z that they've abridged. I don't think I've seen any of the movies, so oh, wow. I might have to go back and watch like Broly and all those. Um, but yeah, I haven't seen them in a while, so it was a good like refresher and you know back to their comedy style and kind of made me like think about why I like them so much in the first place. Was, yeah, just a lot of fun and like silly and just a. And they they kind of stay true to the characters though, also, which I think right. is fun about it. Like they could actually see them like acting this way, and you know, um, in the universe. So I think it's just yeah, super fun and enjoyable to watch. All right. And the next one was the Scooby Doo project. Ooh. I'll start with Robbie. So actually, I should say I have not seen Blair Witch. I think everyone else here has. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I actually watched Blair Witch whenever it was still relatively new. Uh, back in 1999, I'm old. Uh, anyways, <laughs> yeah, like uh, this was like a weird little thing because like I had never seen the full thing because like we were saying before, this is just something that was like in between episodes yeah. uh, during Halloween on Cartoon Network, and they were just kind of like you know poking fun at the fact that the Blair Witch Project was like this whole big thing, and I guess a little because I looked it up earlier, this is a little non sequitur of it. Uh, it it was huge for its time. Like apparently the budget for the Blair Witch Project was sixty thousand dollars. It brought home two hundred eighty three million dollars in the box office. It was like, a phenomenon. It was a huge phenomenon. Like this is pretty much like it wasn't the very first found footage thing, but it was definitely the most popular. It made it what it is today. Much to Dry's dismay, if I remember him talking about this. Yeah, like mm-hmm. looking back at it, like at the time, because everyone was convinced it was a real thing yeah. whenever it first came out. They but went, like they went out of their way to make it they seem like very it was. much did. But like it made found footage what it is today, but like for better or worse. Uh looking back at it, the the Blair Witch project is silly, especially with like the twenty twenty three lens on a nineteen ninety nine movie. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is them just poking fun at it, which once again, it just has like some hit and miss comedy on there. But it is very Scooby-Doo-esque if they were the Blair Witch Project. I think probably one of my favorite jokes was them breaking the fourth wall. of Like, are you guys cartoons? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I guess for those who don't know, this whole thing is basically a live action uh, recreation. And they just put the Scooby-Doo characters on it like they're cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's really weird. Also, this whole thing's such a weird thing because, like, it doesn't feel like it was. It's real. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't know how to put it. Like, it, this doesn't feel real. Like, this doesn't feel like a thing Cartoon Network would have made. They did one hundred percent made it though. I like, know it, they it's did. Weird. It's just so weird. Like that they did this and like they made 
a parody of a movie that none of the kids watching would know. Well, they would know of it. They I would know yeah, of actually, it. Yeah. yeah, but like probably <laughs> shouldn't have seen. <laughs> but with like Scooby Doo characters that I don't think had a show at the time, if I remember right. I know like they always air reruns, but I think the movies had were had either just oh, come out or about oh, to come yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, this was around the time of like I think Zombie Island because Zombie yeah. Island came out like 1998, 1999. Yeah, uh, I mean, Zombie Island revived the franchise. It was oh, pretty absolutely. Dead. Zombie, um, Zombie Island thing. like revived it. That's whenever they did the What's New Scooby Doo afterwards. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite adaptations that is just like here's Scooby Doo. Yeah, the original '60s Hanna Barbera is like there was reruns of it all the time. Yeah, but like, yeah. yeah, I mean this like obviously this would feel like an Adult Swim thing, but like. It wasn't. This is pre Adult Swim. Swim. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at the time, I think the most mature thing was like late night tsunami that mm-hmm. we had. It. Yeah, but yeah, it's just such a, like a weird thing that exists and like a weird footnote. I think it's a little long for what it is. They, but at yeah. the same time, it was just cut up in the, originally, and this is us watching all of them together. Yeah, like it. It does a thing where like it kind of re goes over the same. Uh, jokes and scares and stuff which is fine right because it is here's the thing e, Blair Witch does it's it's almost Blair Witch to a fucking T my guy nice the only thing is there's a lot less cussing in this one yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, if if they actually were if Adult Swim existed they would have yeah. like yes. yes this really is like this is pushing it pretty hard with the Scooby-Doo characters for what you really could do with them I agree at the time yeah I mean, there was time that they did push it back in the day with Cartoon Network, mostly with cartoons like Cow and Chicken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, it was usually, or that or Animaniacs, but, like, they would just have jokes that would go over a kid's head, but it's slapstick, so they would think it's funny. If I remember, I think Cow and Chicken did get in some flack every now and then. They did. I think the biggest one that people talk about these days of the flack they got into is they had a biker king, or a biker gang of all that women. That munched carpet. Yeah, that, uh, their <laughs> whole thing is they're carpet munchers. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> uh... Yeah, yeah, they would just break into people's houses and start eating their carpet. That's, that's pretty good, <laughs> yeah. man. Uh, but yeah, uh, just like a weird time capsule, this thing really yeah, is. Yeah, it definitely is. And like, I think, honestly, the it probably would be better in its intended way of viewing of you just see weird snippets between watching a show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's exactly what it was, is like commercials would play, like you have two or three commercials of like, buy a Toyota, here's the Yeah, kids, go buy a Toyota. Uh, <laughs> tell your mom. <laughs> Get caught in the crossfire. That, that old <laughs> yeah, cartoon. Don't get caught in the crossfire. Uh, that crossfire. and then like random Scooby Doo of like Daphne running in the woods and but it's like live action woods and then back yeah. to the cartoon that you were watching. Yeah, no, it's like weird and like there's so many weird things about it. Like they just imply that the kids that the Scooby Gang dies in yep. the end. Yeah. yeah, which is crazy. And like I know they like started doing this quite a bit. I I fucking love how everyone just treats Scrappy like he's just the biggest piece of shit because he is. <laughs> yeah, I and like it. no one wants. <laughs> be around scrappy they'd rather die in the woods than be around scrappy (laughs) it's just scrappy i know (laughs) Uh, yeah this is just like a weird thing this is like this is a thing if you told me this was like adult swim made this randomly for a halloween special i'd be like okay but like just knowing that it was normal cartoon network just did this is so interesting yeah but and yeah i think that's ultimately where it lies down on me is like it's really interesting a little too long but that's with the caveat of this is not how you were supposed to experience it. Also, to be fair, though, like, because a lot of it is like, you know, shaky cam running through mm-hmm. the forest kind of thing. That basically was Blair Witch. Yeah. There's like, oh, oh, there's a shadow over there. 
oh god run and then like shaky camera and then they're running turn the lights off and then then just going <laughs> yeah maybe i'm just learning i i hate blair witch you yeah know? it's <laughs> not good <laughs> like looking back at it it's not good yeah uh d uh yeah blair witch is pretty ass um, <laughs> everyone I can agree think... on that <laughs> i wasn't actually sure if you liked her in or not i don't uh i think i watched the new one too and it was like also kind of ass but yeah i i watched it because of like obviously it was the big hype and mm-hmm. then i watched it and i was like why <laughs> this is kind of boring kind of yeah. stupid but uh this was fun i definitely it like unlocked memories in my brain i've definitely <laughs> seen some of the like yeah. the shorts that you yeah. guys are saying when they would come on at like the commercials mm-hmm. um i think i saw like the beginning ones when they're interviewing people because i like remembered that for some reason the one that really was yeah, the one that was the biggest in my mind was like whenever Shaggy's hiding in the corner because like I'm mm-hmm. freaking the, out, man. I, well, I guess you know spoilers for the original Blair Witch. Like the whole big <laughs> idea of it is like she would kidnap kids and then uh, she would make one sit in the corner and like so that way they couldn't watch the so, or that way they wouldn't watch their other friends die while that other person sat, sat in the corner. In the end of the Blair Witch Project, mm-hmm. uh, they find the house that the Blair Witch is supposedly in, which is just an abandoned house they found in the woods, and one of the guys that they're looking for, like they can hear the girl screaming run in the background. And then he looks and there's one of the guys like sitting in the corner. And then uh, you kind of hear something hit the guy in the head. And then the camera just like gets all fuzzy and then credits yep. roll basically saying like that guy was hiding in the corner. So he didn't have to watch his friends die. Yeah. So like much. it was making fun of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They uh, had a lot of fun, like Scooby-Doo stuff in there too. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I hate the part with the doors and they, they are all <laughs> running through the doors getting chased. Yeah. I always think that's yeah. fun. Like It's a fun like parody of Scooby-Doo tropes yeah. too. And like the, these eras are always really interesting to me where like, uh, cause a lot of stuff has this time where they're not like too financially good, basically. Like they're not doing bad. They're not at risk of like running out of money or anything, but they're not like hitting the, the highs that a lot of stuff is so they can make weird stuff like this yeah like mm-hmm. we have a spare thousand dollars to make like what do you guys want to do with it yeah because like i'm gonna say if this was made tried to make when like uh, let's say like 10 years i don't think they would have made it i don't think they would have gone for it not even because blair witch wasn't as relevant obviously but like i don't think they would have bit i think they would have been like ah, i don't know that seems like kind of weird and like but like the fact this was made is great and cartoon ever is very different than it was but like i uh, cartoon network always did get to experiment a lot more than like nickelodeon because they weren't number one mm-hmm. they yeah. i think they were always channeling like number three for kids entertainment so like they made weird shows they tried whatever the hell they wanted and it worked out i think probably one of my favorite things about cartoon network is for a while there almost every single year they would just like show pilots of episodes and then they would have audiences uh, react to it, like have them vote online and whatever was voted on became a show. Yeah. Uh, Cartoon Army Fridays. I think if I remember right, that's how Courage, Kids Next Door. There was a couple. Another there's a one few that, other ones. There's too. a few others, but like that's how some of the biggest mm. shows got their start. Yeah. I remember the Kids Next Door one specifically because the pilot episode was on all the time, all the time, all the time. <laughs> and then that, that one is one. That Ed and Eddie are ones where there were trailers in theaters. Yeah, for that show I remember you telling yeah. me about all the trailers of Ed and Eddie, which is funny to me. But at the same time, that was their biggest show. Like that and Powerpuff Girls were the like big home run hitters. So but, like, maybe they do. Maybe, maybe they were like, yeah, this is gonna be it. So might as well. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, they uh, stuck to certain creators because of that too. Because like creator of the Powerpuff Girls, you know, ended up making Samurai Jack and a couple other big hits. The next one that comes to mind is Primal, but huh? Gandy Tarkovsky made Samurai Jack. Uh, Craig McCracken was. Powerpuff oh, okay. Girls. Yeah, we've had that conversation he made before. Fosters, though. Right. <laughs> We've had that conversation. Sorry, I forgot about I, it. I know. I'm I'm like animation nerd coming out. I'm like, ah, that's incorrect. He's sweating. <laughs> He's sweating in the corner. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, ah! I'm going Super Saiyan. Ah! <laughs> no, uh, for the longest time, though, like, uh, I think Dragon Ball Z is actually what made Cartoon Network the big name that it was because that it was, was like, that was the reason. biggest anime in the world for quite some time. Because I remember like the, uh, like the, tr- not the trailers, the, I guess the advertisements on Bumpers. on, on uh, TV for it was like them just showing fight scenes and saying like uh, X amount of million people can't be wrong. I think it was like 26 million or something like that. Yeah, Cause like that's what people. they were getting every single day for a new episode of Dragon Ball Z. Also slight non sequitur gonna, t- cause this is just so <laughs> funny. So in like around that time, Johnny Bravo had this show where he would just take fan requests and then air them. Mm-hmm. And what they did is like, there was a rule that basically it had to be basically, a Looney Tune show or something, seven minutes or so. But one person called in and wanted an episode of Dragon Ball Z. And Johnny, like, told the kids, like, ah, well, we can't do that because, like, our show's the same length. <laughs> but you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to just fast forward through an episode. And there's this clip of Johnny just talking over <laughs> a very sped up version of, like, the end of the Frieza arc. That's And awesome. him commentating on it. But it was lost media for, like, 20 years huh it just resurfaced like this month that's awesome mm-hmm. yeah i just want because it's so funny i i said d that i think yeah, yeah. it was funny i'm gonna have to look that up that yeah. sounds great I- i'll send it to you it's really funny but um uh dry biggest uh blair witch hater what was <laughs> fucking hate hate blair witch blair witch is fucking garbage man i am shocked that anybody felt anything about this movie at all Mm-hmm. Um, back in the 90s they just they were so starved for good stuff they were actually for yeah. good horror they were starved for it. 90s was a bad time for horror i mean just a bad time for movies according to you some movies thrived i think it was great if you were into rom-coms yeah. if you were into anything <laughs> with like substance not so much <laughs> it was a lot of like action flicks of just like watch this rogue cop go against the entire mob by himself and yeah. like rom-coms and then like Watch his rogue boyfriend go against his girlfriend by himself. (laughs) (laughs) But there's that, like, there are, like, they were basically, like, kind of throwing spaghetti against a wall in the 90s when it came to movies. And, like, sometimes Mm. it worked, sometimes it didn't. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, the end of the 90s, you started seeing some good horror come out. But, yeah, people were starved for it. I fucking hate Blair Witch. Uh, I fucking love this. The Scooby-Doo thing is so cool. Because you hate Blair Witch so much? or It just, just a- does a really good job of mocking it in like a really fun way, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And almost to a T, like scene for scene, it plays out all the important parts. Yeah, I can't... You know, if we ever watch Blair Witch, I can't wait for Scrappy to just show up yeah. in the middle of it. <laughs> there, there's nearly a scene like it, honestly. <laughs> like, it's it's honestly pretty good, like, bit for bit on, like, what the Blair Witch is. Like, the interviews at the beginning... When the map thing, when like Shaggy and Scooby are like, we ate it, man. Like <laughs> that's like almost a whole bit that's in there. He's like, I wow. fucking threw it in the river, man. We don't need that shit. <laughs> we don't need that, man. Like it's it's so close to what the actual movie is. That's crazy, you know? Because like I I know it was a parody of Blair Witch, and like there are a couple of scenes I was like, okay, this is clearly referencing. It's just crazy to know, like, no, this whole thing is just it. yeah, the whole thing is it. Like the oh, fact yeah. that you're like, it's just them running through the woods a lot. Like, yeah, man, fucking welcome Blair Witch. <laughs> oh, like that's man. that movie for like, an one hour. of the big things of that is like. 
uh, in the original Blair Witch, there's this, like, after they lost the map, they're like, we're just going to keep going east until we eventually hit civilization. And then they end up uh, crossing the same river, like, three times. Like, it's mm-hmm. the same log. He's like, no, it's not the same log. We've been going east this entire time. It's the same log. And then she breaks down crying because it's the same log. Yeah. Like, that's, and also because uh, the uh, director was abusing them, if I remember. Yes. Uh, there is a yeah. scene wherever she's, like, just, she's crying her eyes out because she keeps saying, I, I just want to go home. And that was her crying because she was just sick and tired of the director's just fucking with them every single night. Yeah. Genuinely wanted to go home. Yeah. No, this is such a great breakdown of the Blair Witch mixed with a bunch of really loving homages to like, and mocking in ways of the Scooby-Doo stuff. Like it feels like there Mm -hmm. was somebody who actually really gave a shit and they're like, uh, man, you really like Blair Witch and Scooby-Doo. He's like, like, my favorite things. Like, do you want like a thousand dollars to make these weird bumpers? He's like, fuck yes, I do. (laughs) And he actually like, put in a lot of like work it seems yeah. like and like a lot of love this like this thing's really cool i actually really like this mm-hmm. thing uh the next one which is legend of dragon ball film i'm this is arguably one of the shortest and somewhat hard to talk about it mostly is just like a elongated fight scene mm-hmm. yeah i think there's some cool aspects to it i i did this is one i read a bit about like them talking about it so you know that influences some of what i'm thinking it it does it is interesting and how it's set up, it probably would need a little more to like fully have a thing. It's mostly like, oh, here's an idea. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. That's kind of what it is. It's like, man, what if though, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I, as an animation lover, uh, the animation is really cool. Uh, mm-hmm. D talked about it. it. Definitely took a lot of a inspiration from like uh, Studio Trigger. Yeah, Trigger. It had their, especially like the wording when they do like yeah. the shinies the effects. <laughs> Son and stuff. Goku. And yeah. how they portray like fight scenes, and yeah. they'll like change the animation style like, almost. A very like funny specific thing, just the way that light works is very Studio Trigger esque. Yeah. Versus like how a lot of other studios deal with light. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's a cool fight scene. Yeah, I, it's, a, it's a fight scene. Yeah. Out of stuff, I like really appreciate. I really appreciate the thought that of, like, what if this stuff was during the original Dragon Ball though? Because like. Uh, you know, Vegeta just goes normal Super Saiyan with a tail, though, because they still had tails during this time. Mm-hmm. I like that whatever this weird form they gave Goku is, is very primal and animalist. Because yeah. that's more in line. Because yeah. the big stuff at this time was the Grey Ozuru. So yeah. it looks cool. It looks cool. <laughs> I like it. It's a good animation. Mm-hmm. I felt nothing watching this. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I did think it was really cool because, like, you can tell he did the animation. It wasn't like he took scenes from Dragon Ball and, like, drew over it to, like, yeah. cast something else. Like, this is something he created by himself, like, a what-if situation. Yeah, yeah, the art's great. The art's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I really I really hope they do more uh, Studio Stray Dog. I agree. Mm-hmm. Even uh, if not inherently, like, more Dragon Ball stuff. I feel like Stray Dog needs to find a home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, let's you know me. Let's just get a bunch of money and make our own anime with them. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> but there's that. I did uh, for the art style wise. I probably one of my favorite things about that was like the Super Saiyan form that they gave to Goku, making it more mm-hmm. primal and more monkey like, kind of giving him more of that Journey of the West feel to it. Um, kinda. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there's that. I the voice actions they got were pretty close to like what the actual dubs sounded like with that. So. Seems like either people who had a love for it and like want to, you know, do intimidation of it, or they found actors who were just like, "Hey, this guy sounds a lot like so and so." Yeah, someone's like, "I can do a really good Goku, guys." Yeah, <laughs> trust and me, he trust did. Me. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even vet him the whole time, and he's like, "I'm Goku." <laughs> like, oh shit, we gave him a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't know if there's if there's anything you want to specifically talk about it, D, or uh, that's probably good. Really good animation. Yeah, I liked that it is reminiscent because Studio Trigger is one of my favorite studios. Um, good animation anime. studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I just it was really impressive. I saw this making. I've seen uh, clips of this. I saw it making the rounds on Twitter when yeah. he dropped it because it was very popular. Because it was, you know, all made by them, uh, Studio Stray Dog, and fan made and just. Yeah. Well done. Very good, but yeah, not much substance. Just like a fight scene. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And the last one, Buzzbound. Yeah, I wanna, let's get you out of the way first, right? I, I imagine you just... It's so boring. It's garbage. I hate creepypastas <laughs> like this. I hate the video game creepypasta garbage. It's the worst version of creepypasta. Yeah, he put some effort in to make it look like it could have been like an Earthbound thing. It's f- fine, whatever. Garbage. It's fucking garbage. It's boring to watch. <laughs> it's watching somebody play a boring fucking RPG for ten minutes about something that doesn't matter, even if it was real. It's I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate it. <laughs> Robbie, it was all right. Uh, it, it was. It was Earthbound. I saw some of the assets that he took off of it. Like he took some assets from Earthbound and also some from Chrono Trigger to make this. And like, it it was like his own little recreation of almost like a what if for yeah. Earthbound, which. You know, it's fine for creepy pauses. It's definitely not my favorite, but it's it's all right. Yeah. Uh, as for me, uh, I do follow this artist every now and then. I don't watch every all of their stuff because I'm gonna say they do this a lot. Um, which is fine if that's what you're into. Uh, I think what it ultimately leads up to is you can just pick a random video of theirs, watch it, and then you're good for a bit. Uh, <laughs> but I I do like their art style. I do. They, you can tell they did a lot of actual effort into this for sure. Um, I think it's fun. I think this is some of the most they like pushed the idea because I think a lot of times you're like, "Ooh, what if it was creepy?" This was like, let's actually like set up something, and I appreciate that. It's not this isn't my favorite, but I thought it would be fun. And a big reason why I put it is because D was the one who sent it to me. Actually, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know you like uh like mother the mother mm-hmm. series and earthbound and all that so i've yeah i've been following this artist for a long time i really like their animation um they because they just always make like creepy weird but like video game-esque style yeah i i did like what they did with ness on this and like Mm -hmm. how he just generally gets creepier and creepier for like each little iteration of him to where he gets becomes like almost like this glitching ghost inside of the system yeah this is probably more appreciated by myself and e because of the artistry like because right. we're artists so i like his animations more than like the content i would say like um and just like their art in general that they do is really cool and impressive to me so lumpy touch is cool uh check them out they're kind of yeah the similar themes always like video game creepy but what if creepy type of things yeah it's kind of what they <laughs> what do if garfield but creepy yeah they take like what properties if breaking and... bad but creepy yeah what also if breaking bad but uh dating anime oh yeah they did do that one too <laughs> they have some fun stuff they but... make random things every now <laughs> yeah. so i'm gonna say like they do that but they're like in on it like they know mm-hmm. that like that's what it is so the, okay. they, they never feel like they're taking themselves super seriously yeah, this is just like very much like the 2014 thing of like Sonic, but what if like oh, and it was bloody everywhere yeah. and like fucking the Sonic shut the fuck up, man. This is lame as shit. <laughs> what if when Mario ate the mushroom, he got high? Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's like that kind of creepy pasta stuff. I just hated that stuff. I think it's fine. I, you know, again, I was like looking for stuff to go, and I think this is like 
is probably a good thing to add to this whole mix ultimately because like it kind of rounds out a lot of the different styles and they deserve a copyright strike (laughs) (laughs) i don't think any of these people deserve a copyright strike. even even team four star who does literally use Mm -hmm. the thing i think they're i think the spin they put on it is enough to actually that it is quite frankly under fair use like it is just straight up a parody essentially yeah I don't know. I like, yeah, more is more of a like art project than yeah. A, yeah. But know. we have talked about like the copyright system is kind of bullshit to begin with, and like even mm. if something falls under fair use, people still try yeah. kind of yeah. use the whole idea of like, well, we have money and you don't, so I mean, like, stop. The copyright mm. is like thirty years out of date at best, easily. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, uh, yeah. I I knew Jiraiya was gonna hate this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I am not afraid to show Jiraiya stuff he's gonna hate though. It's true. It's <laughs> usually my department. I want you guys to like what I bring. Dry, dry unknowingly is not afraid to show me stuff I hate. I think he's going to like it, and then I just, I'm wrong. So. Dry is like, I love it, because every time Dry is like, oh, man, I thought you were going to like this one, actually. Or like, oh, I thought you hated this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who he is, it turns out. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, and that's all of them, so... Why do we go in the run? I feel like just because of Jiraiya's strong opinion, uh, Buzz Bound's probably out of the run. It's not a movie, man. (laughs) It is a very easy out for this. Like, there's not as much of a storyline to it. Like, if maybe there's a whole thing of, like, somebody's doing a playthrough of it and, like, weird stuff's happening in his house, there'd be more of an argument of it being, of is this a movie? But it's just gameplay footage. Like, Uh, yeah, if there was, like, a short movie around it, like, he found this thing and when he's playing it, weird stuff's happening in real life while it's happening in there and they filmed that with human people, and it became like a Ringu situation, that mm. would be fun and interesting, but it's not. It's just like, I found this game. It's kind of creepy. That's All a, right. That's a so talk X, to you guys isn't later. Huh? <laughs> isn't that one of the games in the Dread X collection, like two or something? Like, you kind play of? like this like yeah. Game Watch LCD, right? Oh, uh, that's in the first uh, Dread. Uh, I was actually weirdly thinking of like the VHS series. Mm. Like, they watch these weird VHS tapes, and like weird stuff is happening around them after they watch each VHS tape. Which yeah. is just a short movie made by a creator. They said, "Like, hey, make a short movie. We're going to make an anthology." Yeah, yeah. VHS. Um, I feel like uh, Legend of Dragon Ball Tale could also probably be cut pretty easily because yeah. that one, amazing animation. Uh, it's it's kind of a idea. Yes, <laughs> yeah, it is a idea. I did really like the fact that they just handed this themselves based yeah. off of the idea of it. Like that, it's really good animation. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. all of these are done by the people. Cartoon Network's ones. Debatable. I don't know who worked on that because I don't think they ever gave info. But Hannah Barbera himself. I, <laughs> maybe. But. but I was going to say, like, I really enough did like that more than the abridged thing just because it was so much more of like, even if it is just an idea, it's still like an original idea put onto it compared to like abridging, like, hey, this would be a funny joke over this mm-hmm. anime that already exists. If I were to choose one of the Dragon Ball things, I would choose the, the second one rather than the Team Four Star one. You know what? Okay, sure. We can swap those out then. Like, I feel like if, I, if we had to have one Dragon <laughs> if Ball, if we had thing. to have one Dragon Ball, <laughs> yeah, choose that yeah. one over. I do also get like why taking that one out of like, is this a movie though? Because it is rather short, and it is basically just an idea of like, hey, here's a fun little idea for us to try for a couple minutes. Uh, we could take both of out if you don't feel too. I, I like the I Team Four Star would. one, but like, I think it's fair. If I mean, Team don't... Four Star one technically like was a no, movie, yeah, yeah but <laughs> Team Four Star gets the most qualified to be a movie award. <laughs> uh, so then we got the Ascartes, the Scooby Doo project. Yeah, uh, got a double check. That's also list. not really a movie. 
Scooby-Doo Project. But Drya yeah. liked it a lot. I think I liked we it. all liked it a lot. We did like it. That's, that's actually the question of which of these did we like the most collectively. Like, it's the know. one where, like, it is very much a complete idea, but it also is just like, yeah, it's Blair Witch. Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it is yeah. their way of saying, like, yeah, this is a fucking garbage movie, because, like, at the time, everyone went on about how, like, that was the scariest movie ever mm-hmm. made, and then there's people parodying it of, like, and then people kind of realize, like, you know what? This movie is just kind of fucking garbage. Yeah. If like, I could see any of these as an actual being a movie, it's the Warhammer one. It, yeah, yeah, I would I love to see fair. that as a full yeah. movie. Absolutely, you know, I would tell love to GameWorks see that. Tell GameWorks that they should have let that. I know. Going. It was <laughs> like, really cool. For it only being eight minutes long, it is genuinely better game. than their actual Space Marine movie. Yeah, like I will say, I'll come out and say that it's but... got it's got five more minutes than you thought, Robbie. <laughs> oh, it does. <laughs> yeah, it's thirteen. It blazes through. That's how good it is. <laughs> well, no, it I was going like, to say, I, was, I, feel... I kept forgetting. I was like, okay, we're like at the first part. Like, when's the second part start again? And then it's like, oh, wait, it's done. <laughs> <laughs> there were parts that I did not remember of it. That makes me think, because I feel like the original one that I did watch was eight minutes long. Because there were like little sections of mm-hmm. like, I don't remember that happening. Yeah. But maybe you just missed a part. Maybe. Uh, so but... we got Ascartes. We got the My Hero one and the Scooby-Doo project left. Um... My Hero One's also just a fight, though. Mm-hmm. I I do want to put out, it. It does one of the best of really nailing the tone of the original. It that, feels mm-hmm. like anime. Yeah, yeah, I will say like the choreography, the cinematography of it is fantastic for this. It does yeah, make yeah. it feel like a live action anime. There's yeah. some things with light tone that I didn't like that it did. That's like in it. like it would be one light tone one frame, and the next frame yeah. would be different. So that's like a weird small little thing, criticism. Yeah. I also think the sound balancing's a bit yeah rough yeah, on that, yeah. but. I also think they just recorded outside. Yeah. And that's yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. Balancing yeah. is a bit like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It sounds like we do really have two runners ultimately though, which is uh, the Escartes and the Scooby-Doo. As much as I love the Scooby-Doo thing because of how much fun it is, like Escarte like feels like something it should be mm-hmm. a movie. Like I would love that to be a movie. I would absolutely love that to be a movie or like even just like a short show on their Warhammer streaming thing. Cause like, I know that they're working towards, I don't know how far they've gotten to it, but they're trying to make a, the horse heresy uh, mm-hmm. a thing which i think there's like 50 books on the uh, horse heresy yeah. because there yeah there is a book series for <laughs> the warhammer games it, or not even the games i guess like just the warhammer lore there are yeah. like a, a series of novels like hundreds of them like this the escarte thing feels like it would be a prologue for a movie yes yeah oh i'm fine with that honestly that's not the the a result i expected honestly but you know I like the Blair Witch thing a lot, but the Blair yeah, Witch yeah, thing was funny. funny. It's like, hard it to really argue was. with that being should be a movie. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Like again, we're not arguing which of these should be a movie. We're argue- we're just arguing which of these we liked the most. Yeah, yeah. I mean, title. I think it would still be a Scarte. That's. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, will that's say funny. I'm a bit biased because I do have like a history of playing Warhammer and listening to the lore. And Listen, Robbie, but... you might be biased. Jiraiya is like opposite bias. He's like. I'll give a shit about Warhammer. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. give a shit about Warhammer. Like, if, <laughs> telling him it's Warhammer is already, like, a knockdown. Yeah, if anything, that knocked down a bit for him. <laughs> like, the only thing else is if, like, this was anime 2. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Which, I guess, Warhammer has, like, their own little animated shorts, yeah. too, for the... Uh, I'm trying to remember them. Um, Warhammer 40K anime dating sim one. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's... Uh, I'm fucking blanking on the names of them right now. They're part of the... Uh, they're part of humanity. They basically go through and like they have like uh they say like what is heresy and what isn't heresy and like if you're Republicans. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but like basically like they see like the goal and they'll investigate situations like, oh, this is heresy, kill the people here, kind of thing. And like huh. 
uh, basically kind of like what they do for a living. Yeah. But like they, in a weird way, they almost have immunity. The only people who can fight them are other versions of them. Basically, it's like, oh, like this person destroyed an entire planet. Like he's a heretic kind of thing. And like, like uh, 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 I did it for a reason. I have the and... immunity idol. <laughs> you <laughs> can't vote me community. off. I found it in the maze. <laughs> <laughs> I have the temple coin. Yeah, <laughs> you can't. You can't get me. I trade it in. <laughs> But, but yeah, that, like, yeah, that's fine. I yeah, it sounds like we're pretty in agreement then. Yeah, yeah. seems like it. I, I think the biggest thing of it, like not being a movie, is that it, just lengthwise. But even so, like the fact that one person, at, like you know, did the CGI for all of this is super fucking impressive. <laughs> okay, the point of it is that the length doesn't matter no, in the discussion because if it, <laughs> it did, always matters, Team it's Four not Star a movie. wins. It was the longest one. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I'm. That's cool. Like, I think that's fair. Like, I think it's a really cool sci-fi thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, honestly, like, put this air this like three a.m. I woke up, saw this on the TV. I would watch it for a bit, fall back asleep. Yep. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Highest rating I can give a thing. <laughs> but yeah. Uh. Well, congratulations to the Ascartes Project by Siama Peterson. Yeah, he uh, did a fantastic job with it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Probably dedicated most of his life to it. <laughs> no, but <laughs> sure. I don't know. Like when he started it, I feel like he probably put in most oh. of his time. Oh, I yeah. thought you were talking about me. Like Robbie put most of his time no. in Warhammer. Like, no, I didn't. <laughs> no, not you. I'm a fan. I'm not that big of a fan. <laughs> no, that's my friend. Okay. Fair. <laughs> he can he can recite all the lore to you on, on off his head on, on a whim. Oh no, <laughs> not all the lore. He could give you. He could be like a Wikipedia. Like, hey, what's this thing? Ah, oh, yes, uh, that's in uh, articles twelve and seventeen, and. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Love him. He's a he's a great person. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, Ascartes Project is a movie. You're, yeah! you're a you're a movie. You're a movie. You, you did are it. in the running. If we do top sci-fi, the, I think it might be a strong contender. Might be. Uh, I don't know how much sci-fi we've watched. We've watched like three or four. Maybe. I feel like we watched three or four total. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sci-fi? I feel like we've watched more than that. We've watched Aliens. Riddick. Back to the Future would count as a Riddick. sci-fi. Yeah, Riddick, Riddick is, is totally sci-fi. It, it's and definitely sci-fi. It's a sci-fi and a bam, throw it at the bottom. <laughs> Fair, but it's still sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's that um, Gattaca was sci-fi. Yeah. Like, yeah. We like definitely watched sci-fi. This, I, like I, I guess this year, this but... year, I think we've watched three or four. Yeah. yeah. I think so. Yeah, that's fair. Well, maybe we'll keep that in mind. I yeah. feel like that's a reasonable one to throw it in and have a decent chance. Yeah, for sure. Because sometimes it is still hard to give to like to like last somewhere. last year's R is this a movie didn't have much of a chance in a lot of things. Yeah, it is what it is. But uh, that was fun. I I enjoy doing this. Uh, we'll see if I can get another one going this year. Uh, it's as as fun as the thing is. It is hard to like set up all the stuff about it. Yeah, but, it is. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Um, if not next year, you know. <laughs> Always next year. Uh, Want to thank D for joining us. Of yeah, thank you. I need my anime yeah. defender with me. Yeah. <laughs> I need an anime. Sometimes. Shut up, I need oh. my my artist with me. yeah my artist defender. <laughs> my Fair. Art defender. Uh, yeah, thanks, Dry, for letting me do this against his will. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> no. He's like, ah, I did the Chrono Trigger thing. <laughs> Uh, thanks, Robbie. Yeah, for letting us know about 40k. <laughs> Giving you like a small snippet of like the there, there's too much lore. Yeah. I'll, I'll say it. There's too much. <laughs> uh, thank me for bringing this. Uh, if anyone listening has stuff they would like included, send it our way. I I'm down to get other people's uh, stuff. It's just a matter of figuring out a way to compare them. 
Yeah, yeah. And also fair. not having like 85 minute long ones. Yeah. Because that's an issue too. Uh thanks everyone. Uh let me give a shout out to all of the pe- all of the what we watched again, just for fairness. Sure. Of course, uh it disappeared on me. Okay. Uh a Startes project by Siama Peterson, which was our winner. Uh the UALA pilot episode. Uh the Dragon Ball Z abridged movie, the Scooby-Doo Project, Legend of Dragon Ball Tale, and Buzzbound was all of the ones we did today. Yeah. Uh, we had Woo. very opinions on them. <laughs> we did have various opinions on them. <laughs> I, I feel like the strongest opinion was Buzzbound with Dryash. <laughs> Dry always has one he absolutely hates that I bring in. It. It's funny to me. Yeah, This fair. is the one I predicted easily the most. Yeah, once the star, I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he saw, I was like, listen, uh, D was on it. That was partially the reason I got him on it, other than <laughs> being another artist. I was like, ooh, I got to have D on this one. <laughs> he likes these a lot. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, thanks everyone for watching. Uh, D actually will probably be back every now and then for a bit. So yeah, look, yeah. Look, yeah. Look we always enjoy you ha- or being here. We have some plans coming up. So yeah. So uh, everyone listening, uh, have a good one. Uh, if this is your first episode, if this is the a lot of episodes, <laughs> as as we say, uh, we appreciate you listening nonetheless. Um, you all have a good one. If you want to get a hold of us for any reason, uh, go to our link tree, L-A-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash L-O-I-P. Has all the social media, has all the areas you can watch our podcast, you listen to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and our Twitch stream every Saturday, every Wednesday, we play video games. Yeah. Yay. Whoa. I won't be there for a bit. It happens. It'll be one, like a week after this one. It'll be one week without Ian, then he'll be back, I think. Yeah. I think. Should be. Should be. Fair. We'll see. <laughs> Uh, so, wow, video games without E. Oh, oh no. <laughs> uh, and, uh, D, if anyone wants to get a hold of you in particular, where would you, where should they do so? Yeah, check out, uh, our YouTube channel, D&E Doodles. We, me and E, uh, do some fun little doodles and just, you know, talk bullshit and have a good time. So stop by there. Uh, all my socials are at S-C-H-N-E-E-U-N-D-E-A-D. You can find my art and all my music and all that stuff. Thanks for having me here. Yeah, I'm on Spotify. Yay. Yay. Thanks, everyone, and we'll catch you on another one. Have a good one. Bye. 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 Bye.